Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to an all new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. This season, we're diving into some of the most unusual missing person cases from the shocking disappearance of Charlie Ross to the American Diatlov Pass disappearances. shows that she never left on her own 
there is someone behind all this, but not even a single person saw her leaving or being kidnapped. This made a serious turning point to the case, and by turning point, I mean no one was able to understand what actually took place. The reports say that Anderson had received suspicious phone calls at work in the weeks prior to her disappearance, which seemed to disturb her. Her family reported that she also suffered from reoccurring nightmares about being attacked by a man. Anderson's employ employers installed an emergency buzzer at her desk during the summer of 1981. She also kept the office's doors locked at all times. This was due to harassing calls and ominous messages. From what we can tell, Cindy followed the same routine on the day she went missing. On August 4, 1981, she arrived at the legal office where she worked as a secretary. During the mornings, she normally worked alone, so she always kept the door locked. At 12 p.m., two of her co-workers arrived to find the office empty. The doors were locked, mail was in the door, and a radio, the lights, and the air conditioner were all on. One co-worker was surprised to find that the book she was reading was open to the only violent part, and found other evidence that suggested that she met with foul play. It appeared that she had been abducted, despite having all the doors to the office locked and alarmed to alert the store next door. Cindy's family found no reason for her to disappear, especially because she was raised in a strict religious environment. Also, she was planning on quitting her job in two weeks and going to a Bible college with her boyfriend. Her father, however, noticed that she had been dieting and focusing more on her appearance around the time of her disappearance. While investigating the case, police found that the only items missing were Cindy's car keys and purse, and that there was no evidence of forced entry or struggle in the office. Based on the fact that no calls were answered by Cindy after 10 a.m., it is believed that she was abducted around that time. Val Play suspected in her disappearance, and she has never been found since. A client of Cindy's, Larry Mullings, claimed that the day before she vanished, she received a strange call from an unidentified person and that she was apparently upset or scared by the caller. The caller phoned the office twice while he was there. He asked her if there was something wrong and she stated that they had been receiving several similar phone calls. However, she did not say what they were about. It is unknown if they are connected to the case. Another lead police had was about an unidentified man writing I love you, Cindy, by GW on a wall near her office. She had first noticed it ten months before her disappearance. It had been visible for six months before it was covered up. She was disturbed when, just a few weeks later, it reappeared. Police were certain if it had any, uncertain if it had anything to do with her disappearance. They questioned several people with the initials GW, including a maintenance man, who happened to have keys to the legal office. However, there was no evidence that could directly tie him to her disappearance. In September 1981, a month after she vanished, police received an anonymous tip that claimed that she was being held against her will. The tipster appeared nervous and refused to give the investigator her name. She claimed that Cindy was being held in the basement of a White House and that there were two houses side by side that were owned by the same family. Apparently they were out of town, but their son was home, and he was the one holding her captive. However, the tipster did not give the address. When the investigator tried to ask her for more information, the call ended. A few minutes later, she called back. When another investigator tried to listen to the extension, she hung up again. 
has not called back since, and it is unknown if her information is legitimate. After Sydney vanished, nine people were indicted on drug trafficking charges, and many suspected that she knew one of them and was killed because she knew too much about the drugs. None of these theories have been confirmed, however. There are also pile of reports that goes in many other directions. There have been several suspects in Anderson's disappearance, none of which have been officially ruled out in her case by investigators. Anthony and Nathaniel Cook, two brothers convicted of nine murders in the Ohio area between them in the 1980s, have denied any involvement in the case. Another convicted murderer, currently in prison in Ohio, is thought to have possibly been involved in her disappearance as well. Though any connection has never been established, and the man has never been publicly identified. Convicted drug dealer Jose Rodriguez Jr. and his attorney, Richard Miller, are also suspects in Anderson's case. Miller worked with Anderson's law firm during 1981, and authorities theorize that she may have overheard conversations between him and Rodriguez concerning drug deals prior to her disappearance. Investigators believe the information may have led to Anderson's possible abduction and or murder though this has also never been proven. An informant testified at Rodriguez's trial in 1995 that Rodriguez confessed to killing Anderson, but the testimony was ruled to be unreliable. Both Rodriguez and Miller are currently in prison due to drug convictions. No one has been charged in connection with Anderson's disappearance. Anderson's parents are both deceased. Her mother died of cancer in 1983, and her father died in 2008. With that being said, we come to the end of today's episode. Share your thoughts with us. What do you think happened to Cindy Anderson? Do you think she's still alive or do you think she was killed? Let us know on Twitter, TrueCrimeNS. Or you can leave a comment on Instagram. Be sure to like and subscribe to this video. Give us a thumbs up if you like it. Or thumbs down if you don't. You decide. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at True Crime NS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.